You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Getting you ready for the weekend here on Listen Up. Hope everybody is doing well. 30-minute show today. So if you want to get in on the program, now is the time to start thinking about it. You know the routine. You just hit that hand icon, and I will put you on. Kings last night opening up the second half of the season. It's not really the second half. Only 22 games remaining before the contest last night. And in typical fashion, uh, the Kings give up 128 points. Now, the day before the game, Darren Fox was talking about we could really make some noise in the final 22 games. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. The only noise is listening to the ball go through the hoop at the other end of the floor. All right. The other noise is the toilet flushing because that's where you are. You're in the toilet. All right. You're now 17 games below 500. 17 games below 500. The Denver Nuggets cruised. In the fourth quarter, cruised in the fourth quarter. Like, no contest in the fourth quarter. So I don't think Darren Fox, I don't think you're making any noise in the last part of the season. You want to make some noise that resonates with Kings fans? Lose every game. All right? That will make everyone happy. That that's You want to make fans happy now? You talk about making the fans happy? Go out and lose your final 21 games. That would make the fans happy because that would assure you of a top four pick in the draft. Now, if you really want to make some noise, that's the way you make some noise. Seriously. And now, and this is the truth. This is for those of you that are somewhat naive and are the truest of fans, which is fine. That's fine. These next five games that begin tomorrow truly will be the season. The Kings, by the way, only have seven road wins at Denver on Saturday, at Oklahoma City, then at New Orleans Wednesday, at San Antonio Thursday, and at Dallas on Friday. And again, if you are one of those, and that's fine because you are a fan, and you're one of those that have an absolute sliver of a hope the games against New Orleans and San Antonio positively be must-wins because you're three games back in a loss column of both of those teams. And right now, the Kings are heading towards the basement of the Western Conference. They're the third-worst team only ahead of Oklahoma City and Houston. Pitiful. Really is. All right, let's get to some phone calls on this quick show, and let's start with Eli. Hello, Eli. 
Hey, Grant. Happy Friday. Same to you, Eli. Uh, hey, I was just wondering if during your time with the Kings, any time in the past or even presently through any of your connections now, have you ever heard of any pressure internally within the organization for Vivek to look at maybe selling the team or maybe somebody outside who could potentially do that in the future? There is a lot of pressure and there is a lot of talk behind the scenes. Yes, there is. There is. Okay. So in your yeah, but personal- it, but but it but it doesn't matter because he's the managing general partner and he has an ironclad contract, ironclad. And so it doesn't really matter what the rest of the minority owners want. It doesn't matter what the fans want. It doesn't matter about anything. He is in control. Similarly to the way it is in New York with James Dolan. You think anybody in New York wants James Dolan to still be the owner of the Knicks with his future track record? No, but you can't do anything about it because he is the managing general partner. And when you have that type of carte blanche in the league, when you have that type of contract, then it really doesn't matter what you or I want or what the minority owners want or the fan. It doesn't matter. It's up to Vivek Ranadive uh, and up to him alone. Yeah. So do you think that there's any even remote possibility that he might be open to that in the future or there's just really no chance of it? I don't want to speak for Vivek. I'll let him speak uh, on that himself. I don't want to I don't want to try to guess what he's thinking or what he is not thinking. I really don't know. I wouldn't feel comfortable even answering that question. What I do know is no one can force him out. No one can. uh, You can persuade him, but you can't force him out. That's for darn sure. Yeah, that's um, that's unfortunate because I feel like that's really the only way that they uh, they can get out of their situation, right? <laughs> I would agree. Uh, I would I would concur 100%. I believe that is the only way. And I don't. Yeah. Again, I, I'm not going to speak for uh, Vivek. He can speak for himself. But I would think that in order for this franchise to have the best possible chance of success, their best chance is to have new leadership at the very top, which is the ownership. Yeah, I don't even watch their games anymore. But last night when I was at a bar and the game was on, I almost got nostalgic to, you know, the days that you were calling the games because that was really the only thing worth watching about the games. And people used to make fun of me for watching Kings games. They'd ask me, why do you even watch that team? They're terrible. And I would say, say, yeah, they're terrible. But, you know, we have the best broadcaster in the business. That's why I watch the games. And now you're not there. And you're not there anymore. So now they have nothing. Well, I appreciate that. The the Kings don't really have, they have very little in the entire organization. And I say, when I say the entire organization, there are some great people that work for the Kings. I've known them. There, there, there are some great people behind the scenes that no one even knows who they are. But what I'm referring to, uh, the, 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 the leadership hierarchy of the Kings, starting with the ownership, is just terrible. And when I mean terrible, they, when I say they, he, in my opinion, this is my opinion now, lacks an understanding of what the role of an owner is in professional sports. He lacks the understanding, the awareness, and does not listen to those who know more than he about basketball and professional sports. And that is, you know, the biggest issue. Like if I walked into his company when he was at Tibco, and I tried to tell him how to run his company, he would laugh at me, right? I mean, I have no right. expertise at all. But if I had come from one of the biggest corporations in America that had been amazingly successful, and I tried to give him some information on how to better run his business, and he shot me down as if I know more than you, that's a problem. And that's, to me, the biggest issue with the Kings. He thinks he knows a lot more 
about the NBA and professional sports than he really does. His lack of understanding about professional sports is a very low scale if you're going by one to ten. Yeah, absolutely. It's a damn shame for uh, the city and the fans. <laughs> well, look at the arena every night, right? I, right. I didn't. I mean, look at the arena. Look at all the empty seats. Look at the people that uh, have turned away their season tickets. Look at look at where things are right now. And you know, as Jerry Reynolds said on the podcast, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to Jerry last yep. week, but you know, Jerry last Friday, I thought said it best. He doesn't envy Monty McNair because he doesn't really know, you know, regardless of whether Monty's a good GM or not, he doesn't really see how this team is going to get what they need to get out of the doldrums because in order to get an asset like Sabonis, you had to give up an asset in Halliburton. And, you know, unless you get very lucky in the draft, how are you going to build a a good team? Yeah, good question. (laughs) His hands are tied. Right. I mean, what are you going to do? You know, you can't you can't take a one carat uh, diamond and turn it into a flawless, you know, beautiful, colorful four carat diamond. You know, you, it, it, it doesn't work like that. You know, I mean, no. yes, there are times when you can make a trade that you hit a home run on. Yes, that can happen. But, you know, you if you're if you're a fan of Sacramento, you almost have to hope that that happens. And that's very difficult to do. It really is. Yeah, and I can't blame anyone for maybe not even wanting to go to Sacramento. So, yeah, you know, it's kind of like a recipe for failure at this point. So, I mean, they're giving up 115.1 points a game, which is the second worst in the entire league. And you're never going to win. You know, and I keep on hearing about the Aaron Fox this, the Aaron Fox that. Where's the Aaron Fox's defense, right? I mean, I keep on hearing about, oh, gee, he's been playing very well. And then I, I look at his defense and I'm like, man, no, there's two sides of the ball. You know, and he's not the only one. I don't mean to, right. you know, but he, but he, it starts at the, at the at the guard position and works its way to the interior. And the Kings defense is awful. Yeah, they haven't had defense in a very long time. No, they <laughs> haven't. No, <laughs> That's they why they haven't been good. So, all right. Well, thanks, Grant, for your time. Have a great weekend. You too, Eli. Thank you so much. Good stuff right there. Hey, if you want to get in on the program like Eli, hit your hand icon uh, and we will do it. See, I'm not in the stats as much as others. There are some stats that are I look at. I look at points allowed. I look at point differential. Those are numbers that I do look at. I, I think they're important. I think it gives you a pretty good indicator of how the team is playing over a long stretch of games. But you look at Fox last night. All right, he shot 50% from the floor. All right, he made nine of 18. He made one three-pointer in three tries. So that's not great, 33%. He only went to the line twice. He had four assists and four turnovers. And, oh, yeah, by the way, his plus-minus was the worst of anyone on the entire team. His plus-minus was the worst of anyone on the team. Now, he also played 36 minutes, okay? Sabonis played 37 minutes. De'Aaron's plus-minus last night was minus 18, which was the final score of the game. Sabonis was minus 8, okay? So, you look at De'Aaron... 
His assist-to-turnover ratio was terrible. He had one rebound, which, you know, again, I don't expect my point guards to get a lot of rebounds, so that's not that big of a deal. Again, his shooting was fine, but he didn't have a good game. He, he didn't have a good game. And we know that without Tyrese Halliburton and without Buddy Heald, your three-point shooting is not going to be very good. And last night, it was 31%. It was 31% last night. Whereas Denver, they were just under 43%, 15 to 35. Whereas the Kings were 9 of 29. There's your game right there. 36 to 23, the score in the fourth quarter. 36 to 23. And De'Aaron can come out and say, we, you know, we have a chance to make some noise here in the final 22 games. What kind of noise are you referring to? Seriously, what, what type of noise are you referring to? Again, the Kings are horrible at home, but they're worse on the road. They're 15 and 18 on their home floor. And on the road, they have only seven wins. Oh, and guess what? Where are they going right now for five games? They're going on the road. And when you're four games back in the loss column and three games back of the two teams in front of you, you pretty much, okay, you pretty much have to go four and one on this road trip to start even remotely feeling like you could pull off, I don't want to call it a miracle, that would be a little extreme, but that's really what you have to do. Again, you look at the Blazers, they're 28, excuse me, they're 25 and 35. San Antonio is 23 and 36. New Orleans is 23 and 36. And Sacramento is 22 and 39. And at this point, because of the uneven number of games, you just look at the loss column. All right, NBA tonight, Toronto is at Charlotte. Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and the Pacers home to Oklahoma City. Houston is in Orlando. Spurs travel to Washington. Miami is in New York. Minnesota hosts Philly. New Orleans is at Phoenix. Utah home to Dallas. And the Clippers are at the Lakers. So tonight, if you're looking at the teams ahead of you, New Orleans should lose to Phoenix. San Antonio, to me, should beat Washington. All right, now if the Spurs were to win, that's great for them. But if they should lose, then all of a sudden, the Kings are two back in the loss column of them, remain four back in the loss column of Portland. Again, I think New Orleans will lose tonight. And New Orleans right now is 23 and 36. How bad is it that I'm talking about these type of teams with these type of records? Like we should, you like it's just embarrassing for the league to me that we're even talking about these type of teams that can conceivably get into the play-in tournament. It's awful. So if you look at New Orleans, they're at Phoenix tonight, they're at the Lakers on Sunday, and then they're home to Sacramento, home to Utah, then they're at Denver and at Memphis. So if you want to really look at this, New Orleans should lose tonight. Okay. They should lose at home to Utah. They should lose at Denver, and they should lose at Memphis. That means that they should go, in my opinion, 
they should win only two of their next six games if you're going by the records. But then they play Orlando, Charlotte, Houston, and Phoenix at home. They play at Sacramento in April. You know, to me, the team you gotta you gotta hope falls flat on their face with all of their injuries, and that would be the Portland Trailblazers. That's what you look at. Again, Portland lost last night, as you would expect, to Golden State. All right. You expect that. And now you look at their schedule for the next couple of games. They play Denver Sunday. All right. Then they're at Phoenix and two games at Minnesota. Then they go to Utah. Brutal schedule. So if they don't win tomorrow, they could be looking at a five-game, six-game losing streak easily. So, you know, if you're the Kings, though, you just can't count on every single team to lose ahead of you. You just can't. And, again, a five-game road trip that starts the mile in Mile High City against the Denver team that now is playing much better. They've won four in a row. They're sixth in the West. So there it is. You know, there it is. All right, hey, if you want to get in on the program, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and we will do it, okay? Happy to be with you on this Friday. We'll do it again Monday at 3 o'clock next week. I will be with you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Cannot be with you on Friday. So next week we'll have shows uh, Monday through Thursday. No word yet on the Monday deadline that we keep on hearing about as it relates to Major League Baseball. Now, we've been trying to follow this, all right? We've been trying to figure out if they're going to be able to get a deal done before the deadline that MLB has put out there. You know, they've, they've, been put, they've put it out there. And now let's see over this weekend if push comes to shove. And we'll aside, cave in. We'll aside, cave in. And if not, if you get to the end of Monday and there's no deal, then guess what? You got it. Baseball will not start on time. Baseball would not start on time. And there's a lot that they have to do. Now, Manford met. He was part of the meetings today. All right, they met for a fifth straight day. And Manford was in the meetings for a while today. I guess he was there for a half hour, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And I, I'm not sure if any progress was made, okay? Again, Major League Baseball has said Monday's the last day to reach an agreement that will allow for opening day on March 31st. And once Monday is in the books, then how long would the season be? Then what do you do? Players, by the way, did not accept Monday as a deadline. And they have said, well, we can make up games as part of doubleheaders. Major League Baseball has said we're not agreeing to that. All right? So... Who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? Tony Clark 
the head of the Players Association. Max Scherzer was there. Andrew Miller, Zach Britton. The uh, union, by the way, has an eight-man executive subcommittee. So all of those guys were there. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But the clock is ticking. The clock is ticking. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hard to believe that we're almost at the end of February, isn't it? Think about that. We're almost at the end of February. And Tuesday is March 1st. Is it March 1st, Tuesday? Yes. March 1st is on Tuesday. Then we're talking about college basketball. And before you know it, we'll have all the brackets out. And we can start talking some college hoops. So we'll do that when we get into March. All right, let's get to some more phone calls right here on this Friday edition of Listen Up with John. Hey, John, how are you today? Doing all right, Grant. How about yourself? I'm good, buddy. What's going on? Uh, well, happy Friday for one. And, man, talk just talk about Rob Manfred. I don't remember which scandal it was. It had to be three, four, five years ago we were talking about this dude's going to lose his job. I can't believe he still has his job. So this – this isn't all that surprising to me. You know, I don't even know which side I'm really rooting for or against because, you know, I just kind of want to see see a little bit of baseball. Yeah, then, yeah told- then you're not rooting for any side. You're just hoping that, you know, because I think you're like I think you're like me. I don't really give a damn what the players agree to or not agree to. Get on the field and play. These sons of bitches need to find a way to freaking get along and play some freaking ball for us. It's for us. It's supposed to be for us. Billionaires, so billionaires, billionaires, and, and millionaires. millionaires not being able to work Ooh, out a deal. Bummer. Such a tough life, huh? How about that, I, right? I know. I know, Grant. I'm, I'm freaking with you 100% on this. And we have, we've been on this 100% for more years than I can freaking, I can remember. And it still, still pisses me off that he's still in charge. You have a good so, weekend, John. Grant, it's going to yeah. be a happy, happy weekend on the No Helmet Friday. I'm going to finish putting nice. the floor in my house. Nice. And I'm on my bike, and it's a gorgeous day. Have a great weekend, Grant. You too, buddy. Good hearing from you. All right, that's yep. Take care. That's good call there uh, from John. Let's uh, get to some more phone calls here on this Friday, and we check in with Jerry. Hey, Jerry. Good afternoon. Hey, Grant. How you doing, bud? Good, Jerry. What's going on? Hey, you know what? I don't know if I want the Kings to lose every single game going forward because we all know the Kings' history uh, when it comes time for drafting, and it's like, I mean, I don't know what I want. Well, they drafted Tyrese Halliburton, which is pretty good, and Davion Mitchell looks pretty good, but I understand where you're coming from. All right, well, two out of 30 isn't bad, I guess. 
<laughs> right. I understand. Yes, I got you. I understand. Um, but 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 I guess the point I was trying to make, Jerry, as as unpredictable as the draft is, and you were spot on, it to me is the only way for the Kings to get good. They're not going to attract free agents that are, you know, in the upper tier. And then they don't really have the assets to go out and acquire really good talent. Other than maybe, Fox, maybe. Maybe if they trade, like, let's say if they get the first top four, maybe top five, if they trade that draft pick plus maybe Barnes and Rashawn Holmes to get something back that's good, what do you think? Well, again, you're going to have to want, you're going to have to have a team that's going to want players. I, If I was a general manager, I would love to have a Harrison Barnes on my team. I think Harrison on a good team is a very valuable player on a team like the Kings. It, it means nothing, but if you have him on a good team, he will make that team better. I understand. Grant. Have a great weekend, sir. Thank you, Jerry. You have a good weekend too, buddy. Appreciate it. All right. If you want to get in on the program, hit your hand icon. We'll do it. We will be very happy to talk with you right here on listen app. But seriously, if you are if you are looking at really the only I shouldn't say the only but the best way, okay? The best way to get out of this awful position that the Kings are on or in the best. Then it's through the draft. And yes, we know they took the wrong guy a couple of years ago. And I was—I thought they took the right guy. I was wrong with Marvin Bagley. All right? But you can't do anything about that draft. That draft is never coming back. What are you going to do this year? And your best chance, all right, your best chance is to hit a home run in the draft. They did that with Halliburton, and now you got Sabonis for Halliburton. And as painful as that is, I mean, when you watch Sabonis play, you can understand why they made that deal. Now, Halliburton may end up being a better player someday. He may. But you got a sure thing in a two-time All-Star, and you can just watch him play. Even last night, I mean, the guy is really, really good. Is there anyone out there that doesn't think that Sabonis is a really good player? He's really good. Right? He's really, really good. All right, again, if you want to get in on the program, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and uh, we'd love to talk to you right here on this Friday. And again, on Monday, I doubt, well, I'm going to say this. I will doubt that we will be having a discussion about opening day on March 31st. I hope, I hope that I'm wrong, but I don't see it. But I do not see it. I mean, am I supposed to have confidence? in Major League Baseball, that they're going to be able to get a deal done over the weekend? 
Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe they're going to wake up and realize, okay, we've gone as far as we can go. This is what they're going to give us. This is what we're going to give them. Let's put our differences aside and let's do what is best. Let's do what is best for the sport. Alex Ovechkin in the news. Alex Ovechkin, the, one of the biggest stars, if not the biggest, in the National Hockey League. Uh, today spoke about his homeland, Russia, invading Ukraine. And Alex Ovechkin, who has publicly supported Vladimir Putin in the past, said this. Please, no more war. It doesn't matter who is in the war. Russia, Ukraine, different countries, we have to live in peace. And again, he has been an ardent, big-time supporter of Vladimir Putin over the years. Matter of fact, I think it was, what, five years ago that he campaigned for Putin. I think he had a social media campaign. I think it was called, uh, if I remember, I think it was called uh, Putin Team. And Ovechkin, good for him. Good for him. You know what? Because sometimes you are not allowed to speak freely. And I like that. He was asked today whether he supports Russia's invasion of Ukraine. And he said, quote, I'm Russian, right? It's not something I can control. It's not in my hands. I hope it's going to end soon. And there's going to be peace in both countries. I don't control this one. He's absolutely spot on. He said it's a hard situation. Quote, obviously it's a hard situation. I have a lot of friends in Russia and Ukraine, and it's hard to see the war. I hope soon it's going to be over, and there's going to be peace in the whole world. Spot on. He said, I have family back in Russia. It's scary moments. We can't do anything. We just hope it's going to end soon, and everyone's going to be all right. He says, I pay attention to what's happening out there. I don't want to see nobody get hurt or killed. I hope it's going to be over and we're going to live in a good world. It doesn't look like it's going to be over anytime soon. Or what, my point is, not soon enough. Ovechkin, again, talked about his relationship with Putin. Quote, he respects me, he respects me as an athlete, and he respects all the athletes who represent the country. It doesn't matter where you play, in Russia or outside Russia. If you represent country in Olympic Games, World Championships, or it doesn't matter which tournament, he always has had a good relationship with us. Quote, he's my president. But like I said, I'm not in politics. I'm an athlete. I hope everything is going to be done soon. It's a hard situation right now for both sides. Good job by uh, OV. Good job by him. He's spot on. He is absolutely spot on with his comments. That's a good job by Alex Ovechkin. And again, please, no more war. It doesn't matter who is in the war. Russia, Ukraine, different countries. We have to live in peace. It's exactly right. Good job by the OV. Uh, Alex Ovechkin. So, uh, Monday, 3 o'clock, all right, 
got a quick show for you uh, today. Keep your eye. If you still are one of those fans that have a slight glimmer of hope, keep your eyes on the Spurs and Washington. They tip off in 40 minutes. And New Orleans and Phoenix. Sacramento is en route to Denver, where they will start a five-game road trip tomorrow. And with 21 games left, they're probably going to have to go, I would say, 15-6 and six to get in to the play-in. And I don't even know if that would do it at 15-6. and six. But I would not hold your breath. All right? Hey, have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you so much. I'll be back Monday. We'll have a longer show. We'll talk about everything that happened. We'll focus in on baseball, the Kings, and anything else that you want to talk about. That's Monday right here on Listen App. Again, stay safe. Enjoy your weekend. And thanks for listening to Listen With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.